What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Monday. Today is NHL Monday, June 7th, 2021. How was your weekend? What'd you guys do? Did you, uh, did you get out? Did you get some sunshine? Did you go do something? Or were you like me? Just stay in and watch games all weekend, you know? Whatever it was, hopefully a nice weekend, and you're getting into the week. Forget the Monday blues. What does Michael Scott say? What's the only recipe for the Monday blues? Varsity blues. None of that around here, right? No, because we're talking hockey today. Today is NHL Monday, and uh, on today's show, we're going to go over the playoffs so far. Take a look at all four series and the prices, where we think things are going, and we'll obviously look at our uh, predictions, what we had at this point in the playoffs. Uh, special thanks to Better Edge online at betteredge.com. A great alternative to your classic sports betting experience, and I think it's the best. I mean, I honestly think this is the future of sports betting in the United States because what they're doing at Better Edge is they're letting everyone bet vig free. And really, for average bettors out there who go 50% over the course of their lifetime, you lose because you lose to the VIG, that extra tax they pay or the extra tax they charge. So if you get rid of that and everything's a 50-50 proposition, you can go 50-50 over your entire life and not be expected to lose any money. So really, everyone out there should be betting with Better Edge unless you're a sports better and you can, you know, beat the books, which even for them, why not get the extra edge by betting with betteredge.com? You may say, how can they do this? That's what everyone asks me. What's the catch? How can they... They have a different business model. They're not even a classic sports book. As a matter of fact, they operate in a lot of places where sports books aren't even legal yet, i.e. California, Arizona, and other states. So check them out online, betteredge.com. It's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10, and that 10 bucks is roll over free. Betteredge.com. Start betting VIG free today. Use promo code SHARP. All right, let's get into it. Let's go matchup by matchup, where they are right now, where we see things going, and we'll look at some prices for every series right now. So we're going to start off in the East because a couple Fridays ago, part of our Deep Dive Friday, we gave out a series pick, New York Islanders plus 250 for the series. Well, this is tied 2-2 going back to Boston tonight. And so far, this series, everything has gone pretty much how we expected it to go. Obviously, a couple things here or there. It's not predictable on a play-by-play basis, but overall, this is what we expected to see. And as I said, again, go back a couple a couple Fridays, listen up to, to what we talked about. The Islanders have been playing playoff-style hockey all year long. Boston has not. Boston plays much more open, uh, much more free. I mean, I mean, they're a great offensive team, especially with the addition of Taylor Hall. But come playoff time, Boston has to alter the way they play a little bit. And we're seeing it play out. Now, I said defensively, right, Boston's got probably a little bit more talented defense than New York, but the Islanders play such a great style. Forwards getting back. It's a team defensive idea of how to approach every game. I think Boston is, you know, not playing their most comfortable style right now. And on top of that, they're not healthy. They're making changes. They're banged up. Things are not going great right now for Boston. Now, you could look at this one of two ways. Either it's going how we expected, right? It's 2-2. Each team's had two home games going back to Boston. Or you could say Boston's not playing very well and it's still 2-2. The way I see it going is Boston's not playing comfortable. It's 2-2, but New York right now, I think, has a little bit of momentum in this series. And I do believe still New York has some 
uh, value, but we'll talk about the overall price in a few minutes. Right now, let's talk about Boston and what they're actually going through for injuries. Kevin Miller and Brandon Carlo, both likely out, both really important pieces for that defense. I mean, this is the thing. When Boston starts getting thin on defense, what they did before defensively, why they were so good, that's out the window now. Right now, they have to essentially shift their style of play with these injuries. Kevin Miller, Brandon Carlo out. That's not a good thing for Boston's defense. And then up top, offensively, winger Jake DeBrusque, he's benched for tonight's game. He's out. He's not playing. For uh, who's coming in? Babyface Carson Coolman. I mean, this kid looks like he was selling Kool Aid a couple of weeks ago on the street, you know? I mean, this is not good for Boston. This is not what they wanted at this point in the series. And they're banged up. They're forced to play a style they're not really comfortable with. And on the other side, New York is doing what New York does. They frustrate teams. They've got a really aggressive, neutral ice. You know, they're 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 forechecking in all three ends. You know, or I, I should say they're being aggressive in all three ends. N- New York is. They're making life tough on Boston. Uh, Varlamov came back for the last couple games, and I understand when he uh, he was hurt for the first game of the series, and then Ilya Sorokin played very well. But look, the locker room. For uh, the Islanders, they're rock solid. It's one of the best foundations in all of hockey, so they can do things like that, switching goalies up mid-series, and they're going to be just fine. Semyon Varlamov, I think, though, gives a bit of an edge over Sorokin for the remaining games. So if Varley can play, play up to his full potential, you know, New York can be dangerous. So now let's talk about the price, because a couple Fridays ago, when I gave this out, we gave New York at plus 250. And we gave it with the intention of coming back later and having a chance to guarantee a profit, right? It's called arbitrage betting, where you bet both sides of the same bet, guaranteeing a profit. So if you bet the Islanders at plus 250, now if you so choose to do, or if you choose to do so, I keep saying that today, if you so choose to do so, if you want to at this point, you can now bet Boston at minus 200 and guarantee a profit. So here's what that would look like. Let's say you put 100 bucks on the Islanders when we gave it out at plus 250. That's $100 to win 250 Now you bet $200 to win 100 on Boston. So here's what happens. If Boston ends up coming back and winning the series, or coming back winning the series, we break even. We win 100 on the Boston bet, and we lose 100 on the New York bet. Break even. But if you uh, win the original bet, New York, now you win $50. You win the 250 and you lose the 200 you now bet on Boston, right? So no matter what happens, you're guaranteeing a profit. There are arbitrage calculators out there. You can guarantee profit no matter who wins. You can do the example I just gave where you break even or profit. There's a whole bunch of ways to approach it. But the point is, when you make these futures bets, you give yourself a lot of leeway after a couple games have been played, if things go our way, to come back on the other side and at least guarantee a profit. Uh, right now, the price for this series, as I said, Boston minus 200, New York plus 175. That's not the worst thing ever. I think it's pretty accurate at, at, at this point. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with hanging on to that New York ticket. And you know, I don't think everyone should hedge off. But it's something that we talk about. You know, It's an option. There you go. If you'd like to do so, that's how you approach it. But if you want to keep rolling with it, New York, You know, if they get the win tonight... I, <laughs> Going back to Nassau Coliseum Game 6, it's going to be tough for Boston. You know, the winner of tonight's game, in my opinion, has a huge... Well, obviously, right? The winner of a Game 5 and a 2-2 series. It's nothing new there. You guys all know that. But it is very important. Either New York's going back home up 3-2, or they're going back to New York 
with uh, Boston, you know, not needing that game, knowing that they can come back to uh, to, to Boston for Game 7. So, big game tonight. Not going to give a pick out or anything like that, but uh, this series going how we thought it would so far, and the price does give us a chance to arbitrage. All right, let's get on to the Central Tampa Bay and Carolina. Not a whole lot to go over here. Tampa Bay dominating so far, as we thought they would, and Carolina coming back home for Game 5. They should show up. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Hurricanes won this next game. But Tampa Bay has this series pretty much wrapped up. And the prices, you know, all but reflect that. Uh, right now, the, the Lightning are minus 1,200 and Carolina's plus 700. So not good uh, right now for Carolina. And they had a great regular, regular season. But I said this all year long. I just didn't buy into it. I didn't think they were as good as a lot of their statistics said they were. And we're seeing it play out now in the postseason. So Tampa, big favorite. They should keep uh, taking care of business. All right, uh, let's get a little read in here. Talking some movies today. Now on digital. So this is digital. It's really cool now how, you know, if you want to go out to the movies, things are opening back up, but digital is the way to go right now, right? Anyway, now on digital, Milo Gibson and Lawrence Fishburne star in Under the Stadium Lights, an inspirational true story of a small town high school football team who fought to beat the odds to turn their lives around and win their state championship. Score your copy of Under the Stadium Lights, buy or rent it today, rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. All right, let's get on to Colorado and Las Vegas. What a crazy series this has been. Both home te- or home teams winning every game so far. And look, Colorado coming out winning 7-1 the opening game. We said, that don't, don't get used to that. This is not typical for this kind of a series. Vegas is as good as Colorado, and I think they've proven so. But let's not go the other way and overreact because Vegas won 5-1 to last night, and now they've won two in a row. That seems to be what the market's doing. We don't want to overreact, let everyone else do that, and we'll take advantage by continuing to bet the right way. So really, there's no big surprises here. This is very similar to the Boston-New York series in terms of what we expected and what we're getting. Colorado has looked very good using that home ice advantage to their advantage, but then Vegas, they were just worn out. You know, in the West or in the, the whatever it's called this year, that the, the West division, it came down to who was going to play Minnesota and who was going to play St. Louis in the playoffs. The team, whether it was Vegas or Denver, who got St. Louis was going to have a far easier path to the second round. And we saw that play out. You know, Colorado swept St. Louis and went into the second round healthy, unscathed, ready to go. Minnesota is a tough physical team. Whoever got Minnesota, which was Vegas, it's going to be a long, drawn-out physical series. That's what we saw. So game one, it was to be expected. This last game, I think the 5-1, a little... I mean, it doesn't really reflect the exact stats. If you look at expected goals... Uh, for and against, this was supposed to be a much closer game than we really saw. So I wouldn't hit the panic button on the abs at all. Right now, the current price, let's get a price here on this one. The current price for this is Avalanche minus 145, Golden Knights plus 125. So Vegas, still a bit of an underdog this series. And like I said, two wins in Colorado, two wins in Vegas. Not much has changed so far, but I do think there is one key to the series and it's one player, not a high profile player, and he plays for the Colorado Avalanche. I think the X factor in this series will be defender Patrick Namath. And I don't know if he's going to play because similar to the forward Jake DeBrusque getting benched for Boston, I just don't know how well Patrick Nemeth is, is or how much Patrick Nemeth is contributing positively 
to a team who should be the best right now in the NHL when they have young defender Bowen Byram just waiting on the bench. Bowen Byram has been a scratch last couple games because they haven't had room for him. But Patrick Nemeth, his turnovers, his bad plays, bad decision-making, I think he's really hurting this team. And I would love, if I'm a Colorado fan, to see Patrick Nemeth out and uh, Bowen Byram in on defense. I think that would help Colorado a ton. And I think they will do that. There's going to be a lot of adjustments. It's now a three-game series, best of uh, three with uh, Colorado getting the home ice. But uh, Colorado-Vegas game five is, what, tomorrow night in Colorado. All right, uh, last series we're going to talk about today, Winnipeg and Montreal. Oh, boy, what a boring series. 3-0 so far by the Canadians. What the heck's happening with the Habs, eh? What's going on up north with those Canadians, eh? Minus 6,000, a.k.a. you have to bet $60 to win $1 on the Canadians. Overwhelming favorites, overwhelming, you know, it, it, it's pretty much all set, set in stone right now. Now, just to let you know how how greedy and unfair the sports books are at times, uh, the Canadians, you have to pay $60 to win $1. If you want to bet on the Jets, you bet $1, you win 16 back. <laughs> a little bit of a discrepancy there, right? A little bit off, but uh, either way, Canadians, 60 minus 6,000, uh, pretty much one to sixty, and then the Jets are sixteen to one. So far, a big deal in this series has been Shifley out for a couple games. He's out, I think, suspended four games for a pretty nasty hit. And we've seen a lot of those hits in this in these playoffs. But the Jets are clearly a different team with and without him. Do I think they can bounce back tonight and get the win game four? I think so. And I think they're a little cheap at plus 125. And I also think that Montreal right now is just playing so hot that that is tough to, to project. You know, games like that with teams like that, you don't, we don't have to bet on every single game that's out there. And with this amount of volatility game by game, you just don't know what you're going to get. So overall, you know, it's, it's been, I don't think it's been the best series ever. But if the Canadians come out of this thing, I think they're just going to get absolutely steamrolled in the final four with whoever they come up against. I mean, the Canadian team, look, if it's Winnipeg, I think Winnipeg could compete, but they're going to have to come back and win in seven games. I think that's happened four times in 190 tries, something like that. So it's it's likely to not happen. If it did happen, I trust Winnipeg against these other powerhouse teams way more than Montreal. And Montreal's probably going to have a week or so off if they sweep, so... Uh, Either way, that's uh, pretty much all said and done as well. All right, that does it for Monday's show. Thanks for listening to NHL Monday, and good luck whatever you guys have going on today or tonight. Hope you cash some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle.